need to uh, discern in our own lives what it is that is drawing us away from God, why it is that we've turned away from God, what, what has taken place, what's happened, why is it that we, our relationship with God needs restoration. And just on that, <laughs> um, it's an individual thing. If you determine in your life that your life that your relationship with God needs to be restored, then there are processes, there are things that can be done, uh, or need to be done before that restoration takes place. But it's not my job to tell you that your relationship needs to be restored, and it's not your job to tell me that mine needs to be restored. That's something between you and the Lord. Amen. You know the relationship you have with Him. I don't know the relationship you have with Him. Like you don't know the relationship I have with Him. So we need to, uh, sometimes we're, we're quick to do the Holy Spirit's job for Him because we think that we can do it quicker and better. But we need to let, allow the Holy Spirit to work in each of us. And if He tells us that our relationship with God needs to be restored, we'll know. We know whether we are right with God or whether we're not. We know, that if, you know, we know that our relationship has been maintained or it hasn't. We know whether it needs to be restored or whether it's in good shape already. So the reason often for a need of restoration, the reason is because we have turned away from God. And the way we turn away from God often is through neglect and not maintaining that relationship. <coughs> um, so the right environment for being restored or being ready to be restored uh, if you go to verse 8 of chapter 1 it's, it calls there to, to lament and to uh, verse 11 says be ashamed or humble yourselves um, in verse 13 it says that the priests uh, where are we the priests um, should gird themselves and lament. Wail before the altar. Lie all night in, in sackcloth. The verse 14 says, Consecrate a fast and call a sacred assembly of the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord, your God, and cry out to the Lord. Then over in chapter 2 and verse 12 it says, um, and, and following those the few verses there, there is a call for repentance. And these are the things that need to take place before restoration can happen. We can't have our relationship with God restored if we haven't first repented of our sin, if we haven't first turned to Him, turned away from our sin and turned to Him. We can't expect God to restore that relationship if we won't repent of the things that we've been doing. Um, and these verses show to us that our repentance needs to be genuine, it needs to be sincere and taken seriously. And if you go through... To lament, it means to be genuinely sorry, to, to express grief and sorrow, um, humble ourselves, 
It means to get rid of the pride that's within our own heart. Wail, weep and wail, is to be sorry that we have offended God, not just sorry that we've been caught. Or not just sorry that we're suffering consequences. Genuinely being sorry that we have offended our holy God. Um, it says there that the, the priests need to gird themselves or get themselves ready for action. Consecrate a fast. That is putting everything secondary until this, even our eating, putting that to the side until our relationship with God has been restored. Call a sacred assembly, gather the elders and all the people into the house of the Lord and cry out to the Lord. Bruce was saying earlier about prayer. When the, if we realise that we, we, our relationship with God isn't what it should be and it needs to be restored, we need to get serious and to, to pray to God. Amen. And we have opportunities to do that through the week, gather together. In prayer, we have the prayer meeting, I think it's changing to Wednesday night this, this year. We have different Bible studies through the week where we can pray together. We have Sunday afternoon where we can pray for one another and pray to God and cry out to Him to restore our souls, to restore us to a right relationship with Him. We're directed there again to turn or return to the Lord. Repent of our sin and come back into fellowship with God. It says there that we should rend our hearts, not our garments. And open our hearts and cry out to God for mercy. Allow our hearts to be broken because of the sin that we've committed against God. Amen. The God who loves us and has made a way of salvation through the perfect life and the sacrificial death of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. It says there, let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Even important events in our lives should be put on hold if we, or to facilitate the restoration of our relationship with God. And then it says there, a weep between the porch and the altar. I think that means don't be afraid to do it publicly. Don't be afraid to, to cry out to God publicly for the restoration of our relationship with Him. Amen. We need to be restored as a people or, and as individuals. <coughs> but to be restored, we need to repent we need to return to God and it needs to be done seriously, sincerely and sorrowfully. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly sorrow produces death. We need to be sorry to God for turning our back on Him, for turning away and worshipping other gods, for following, bowing down to other idols, to putting ourselves in place of God and, and um, making our own decisions and, and living our own life. Amen. 
We need to be sorry for that. We need to be sincere and serious, even to the point where we put off eating food until we have been restored in relationship with God. So then we come to the result of being restored. Verse 25 of chapter 2 says, um, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the hopper and the destroyer and the cutter, my great army which I sent to you. You shall eat plenty and be satisfied. One of the results of being restored to God is that we become content. We become satisfied and we're not off chasing other idols, we're not chasing other things of the world, but we are content and satisfied with Amen. Him. Amen. Read on there in verse 26 and 7, it says, um, you'll be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God. The result of being restored is that, that we will be in a place where we, we are able to praise God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Another result of being restored is that we might face ridicule and, and shame here on earth, but in the coming day, we will not be put to shame. Amen. We will stand in glory with the God of the universe. And those who have ridiculed us and, and shamed us here on earth will see and in that day we will not be put to shame. Um, you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and there is none else. And my people shall never again be put to shame. The result of being restored to God is that we will know who he is. We will know, what's it say? Uh, that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God. We will be able to say with the psalmist about God that he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We will know who God is. You go down into verse 29, uh, and it, speak, it says there that the Holy Spirit will be poured out that God will be at work among his people when his people repent and, are, and restoration takes place. Mm -hmm. And then in verse 32, it says that people will be saved. Mm -hmm. We as children of God, as followers of Jesus Christ, if we are in right relationship with God, if we are... If our relationship with him has been restored, we will see God at work in our lives and in the lives of others. And as a result, there will be those who come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. People, in verse 32, will be saved. So, we have the reason for being restored. We have the right environment or being ready to be restored, what we have to do then, repent of our sin, turn back to God, and then we have...
the results of being restored. And may that be an encouragement to you this afternoon. May it be uh, a challenge to us to, um, to test our own hearts and to, to try our, our hearts to see whether we are in right relationship with God or whether we need to be restored. And if we need restoration, then it needs to start with repentance. And we need to turn back to Him and cry out to Him and take it seriously in our walk with the Lord to, to be in that relationship with, with Him, with God the Father, yeah. who sent His Son to die in our place. Let's close in prayer. Father, we give you thanks for this afternoon. We thank you for your word. And Father, we ask that you would just continue to teach us and lead us and guide us through your word that we might take these things away and consider them through the week, Father. Work, uh, work out in our own hearts and in our own lives, Father, the relationship that we have with you. And Father, if it needs restoration, may it be that uh, we are able to repent of the things that we've done wrong, cry out to you and return you, Father, we pray. Lord, we ask that you would work in our own hearts, work uh, in us and through us, uh, Father, and that, um, that there would be those uh, in our community who we are able to reach with the gospel, and that there would be those who come to know you as their Lord and Saviour, Father, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.